The O'Brien and Doug Podcast is brought to you in part by MosierMultimedia.com, KMH Music in Presque Isle, Maine, The Ridge Runner in Westfield, Maine, and Doug's cousin Larry. Well, this has to be an idea that Mike Holmgren has now that he wants to bootleg because on the on the first down play he bootlegged on the third down play he bootlegged to the right then he comes right back with another bootleg see both both backs go to the right and you see Hasselbeck bootlegs out here to his left so he bootlegged right and then came right back with another bootleg this time. this 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 yo yo this is the O'Brien and Doug podcast why don't you get down in the basement with your little friend Welcome to the O'Brien and Doug Podcast. I'm O'Brien. I'm Ringo. Doug. <laughs> you are Ringo. You're the Ringo of our band. I'm here. the Ringo of Common Crescent. Band. Yes. Um, season five, episode nine. Number nine. Number nine. Number nine. We were just nine. talking about the Beatles documentary. I, I finally downloaded the first uh, episode and uh, was watching it. It's very, very cool. Yeah, I'm excited to uh, to finish the whole thing. It's just yeah. I gotta find pieces of time here and there. Yeah, to, like I say, you, you gotta you gotta carve out a chunk of time to watch yeah. it because like the next one is like almost three hours. Oh yeah, and then the last one I think is two and a half. So oh yeah, see, yeah. and I don't have that kind of time. Exactly. Yeah. Like I woke up early the other morning. I think it was it was either Sunday morning, might have been Sunday morning, and uh, I woke up at like four thirty, quarter five, just because I do sometimes. Yeah, and I just kind of put it on and was watching it and, you know, yeah so i got through most of it but uh, i did actually, i i finally watched the new ghostbusters afterlife oh it was good wasn't it so freaking good it was perfect it was perfect. it was a perfect movie it was it, it was, was a, yeah it was just campy enough to be like the first one yep you know i mean there was like all this you know i mean it, it was very campy and, and it was a it was lot basically of, the same plot yeah you know there's a lot of similarities between yeah. it and the first one but it's it's updated just enough, yeah, to make it interesting and to carry those Ghostbusters fans. Well, I liked how they CGI'd um, Harold Ramis into it. Yeah, you know, I thought that was really oh, cool. Oh, did we just give a spoiler? Uh, probably yeah. everybody's seen it by yeah, now. Yeah. I just, I literally just watched. Yeah, it if you haven't seen it, go see it because yeah, if you like the first movie, you're gonna love this movie. Uh, so it was, and so it was good. hilarious. So funny, and Paul Rudd. Paul, is he was the, the perfect choice. Funny, so he funny. was the perfect choice. And, and that little kid was. So I funny. thought he stole all the scenes. He did well. He's Paul Rudd. No, I no, mean, not not Paul Rudd. The little kid. Oh, the the girl. No, the Asian kid. Oh yeah, yeah. He stole all the scenes. He, he had all the good lines. He did it. Yeah, he was. He was pretty. Funny. He was perfect for that role too. I was really. I I laughed. But the whole did you? Time. But did you watch the whole thing through the credits? Um, maybe I don't remember what, what because and there was a a thing between Annie Potts and um, Ernie Hudson. A little conversation. Uh, oh no, no, no! Before that, there was there was Bill Murray and Sigourney Weaver. They're oh. apparently married. Oh no, I didn't. Stay. And, it, and Sigourney, you remember the test he was given the the students? Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's giving it to him, and she keeps shocking him. He's just like, <laughs> oh, I wish I would have. Of course, I had my kids with me. Yeah, I wish I would have. And stayed. then there's another one with Annie Potts talking to Ernie Hudson, and they go back. To just before they go up into the skyscraper, right, where Harold Ramis is talking, and she gives him a something something from the world sixty a World's Fair. She gives him a coin, uh-huh. and then I she get she got it back somehow. Is this modern day Annie Annie, Annie, Annie Potts and Ernie Hudson? Ernie oh. Hudson's like this big financier now. He's, okay. he's got this global um, business going on. Right. But he he takes. Uh, there's a foreshadowing to something else coming, like another movie. Like another movie. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, it was really, it was really cool. I'm glad I watched it all the way through because I was like, maybe they're yeah. doing the whole Marvel, you know, foreshadowing thing, and they did. Yeah. So see, I should, I should have stayed and watched that. I'll, I'll buy that movie because I mean that. Yeah. Was, you buy. Know, it. You'll see. You'll see what I'm when talking that comes about. out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, it's out now on Amazon. Just so you know, that's how. Oh, I, is that's it? That's how I watched it. Yeah. Um. Oh, maybe I'll, my wife did not go to see it, oh, so, so, so she good. would love it too. So good. Um, so good. So maybe we'll watch that at some point. Um, it made me completely forget about the Melissa McCarthy one. There was a Melissa McCarthy. Yeah, yeah, no, I, yeah. I, I only watched like 
I only watched probably a half hour, 45 minutes of that one. Yeah. And turned it off. Yeah, I didn't even bother. It was, it was, it was awful. Yeah. That's and I, I like most of those actors that are, that were in that. Oh, uh, yeah. Chris Helmsworth is in it. You know, yeah. I Melissa mean, McCarthy, she's hilarious. Um, you know, so I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway. Um, so the theme this week was we're going to let the, uh, let the podcast listeners pick the subject yeah. that we talk about. So we're going to, we are going to do that. Um, we do have, uh, some suggestions from some podcast listeners. Um, but before we do that, we have to talk about NFL fantasy because the season is over. The season, our season is over. Yes. Um, in our league. Uh, so our league consisted of myself, you, Bob, yep. Bob's son, uh, Noah, Noah, yep. um, my sons, Eli and Jude, yep. Josh and Shane. Yep. There's eight of us. Eight of us. Yep. Um, and for the past four seasons, right? Three. No, four. No, three. Yeah. For the past three seasons, my oldest son, Jude, has won. Right. Um, and it's been he's, two or three years, yeah. He's basically unstoppable. And and this season, he, he had the... He, he, he had the best record. He was there. in first place. Yeah. Pretty much uh, the whole, whole season. Right. Yeah. Um, but this year... <coughs> Um, his younger brother, and, and my oldest is not going to live this down, his younger brother, Eli, beat him in the playoffs. Yeah. So we, we have a new champion. Yeah, he beat me in the, he beat me in the, uh, last, he, the last week of the season. And I and told then. you last week, he was just beside himself. Well, it didn't look like he was going to win. Nope. You know, through the first, and then the second half, and I'm like, what in the world is happening right now? Yeah. So I'm, I'm texting him right now. I'm going to have him come down here because we have to make a presentation. Um, so, yeah, he and and he. I, so I t- and I'll tell I'll tell you this before he comes down. So I I texted my son my son Jude who usually wins, and I said, you know, Eli's never going to shut up about this, right? <laughs> and he says, Yeah, I know. He says, It's okay though. He says, I figured uh, a comeback looks better. Than four in a row. Oh, wow! <laughs> right, that's so, uh, that's pretty deep. Yeah, it's pretty deep. So he's 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 planning next season to retake the crown, to dominate, right? Yeah, to dominate. Yeah. There he is, the champion. He is the, the champion, champion, my, my friends. friends. How do you feel? How do you feel about winning the league? Uh, I'm pretty honored to be given this opportunity. Uh, I want to thank my dad and his friend for letting me win. And- <laughs> we let you win. We, we, we did not let well, you it win. It certainly man. seems that way. <laughs> okay, so we have to make a presentation. So this trophy, for one reason or another, has been here at the house Um I think since it was well, who did anybody else have this trophy ever? Well, you and basically Jude. Yeah, right. I mean, because I won the first couple seasons. Yeah. Uh, I don't think Bob's ever won. No, uh, well, if they, if anyone else has won, I kept the trophy. I never yeah, gave you, the you trophy. never you never fulfilled your duty. To well, it wasn't it wasn't that. Because but then again, I think Josh has the last place trophy, and he's never right. relinquished it to anybody right. else. So. So uh, this trophy is the BMO Excellence Award for Excellence. Yes, in our NFL Fantasy League, um, and so I I won the first I don't know one or two seasons. Yeah, and then um, I think I, 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 I think Jude's won ever since he's Jude's, been in the league. Right, I think yeah. you're right. So it has it has stayed here. Um, oh, it's, there's a crack in it. Oh, look at that. What'd you do? I don't know. Why are you breaking our trophy? We we'll have to glue that or something. Well, um, yeah, now, now I'm hesi- yeah, now I'm hesitant to give it to you because I know it probably will break even more in your in your, in your room. Now he'll just fix it. Um, and make it better. So, so Eli won the NFL Fantasy League this year, and so I'm pre- I present to you the BMO Excellence Award for Excellence. Speech! 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 Anything you want to say? Hold on. Because he's 100 feet tall, I have to... Yeah, I was going to say... Okay. What do you want to say? Say say something to your big brother who you finally beat. Yeah. We want to hear this. Take that, you nerd. (laughs) (laughs) Well said. Well said. (laughs) Crispy, 
speech. It's good speech. Okay. Thank you. Congratulations. You are dismissed. <laughs> Put that in a safe place. Look, can you see where it's cracked on the leg? Yeah. Yeah. On the on his left leg, I think. Your what? His predecessors. You mean your predecessors? Yeah. <laughs> okay. We knew what you meant. Like, yeah. We knew what you meant. I like that, actually. Predecessors. Predecessors. Yeah. So, there. That's some business we had to Pre- take care of. Predecessors. Right. Which means they died before you. Right. Um, so, yeah, that'll be good. Yeah, he doesn't love himself. Well, I'm already enough. looking forward to it. I, I, you know, I it's it's one of the things. It makes football more fun for me. It does. You know, just just in, in a, you know, we just we just play just for fun. Yep. I mean, there's no money involved. I mean, there's some leagues that are just it's big. Oh, bucks, I know, I know, I know. But and, I just and I just like to do it for fun. Jude did say. Um, I don't know if you noticed this, but during um, the game, uh, the games that were, he had like two or three guys that were injured. Yeah, that they like got injured in that game. Yeah, and they had to leave. So oh yeah, that, yeah, it always that always hurts. Yeah, literally. Okay, so uh, the theme this week is um, podcast listener suggestions. So we have a suggestion um, from a listener named Bobby Bobby Blanchard. Bouncing Bob. Bouncing Bob. And uh, it is for future podcasts, all star all star female rockers. Now you and I have not given any thought to this yet. Best female guitarists, best female drummers, best female vocalist. All right. So, I mean, if we think about this for for a minute, I don't know a lot of female drummers. Well, I know a few. There's some. Um, and female vocalist. I think we've we've talked about that a little bit. Uh, yeah. In the past. Yeah. Um, and best female guitarists. So this would be interesting. What yeah. Do you, what do you want to start with? Uh, let's start... Uh, let's start with drummers, because that seems like it would be... was low-hanging fruit. Yeah. No, no, no. I was going to say, that because I can only think of a few um, that stand out anyway, or that have some... some well, sort. the first one that comes to my mind always is Sheila E. Me too. So, I was going to say the same thing. You know, I mean, she she played with Prince for years, and she did solo. And right. She's known for, like, where she... she um, he plays a lot of Latin drums. Yeah, you know, she'll be up on the. But yeah. if you've ever seen her play the drum set, like the kit. Oh yeah, she's great. She's amazing. She's fantastic. Yes, yeah. I agree. Definitely. So uh, Sheila E would be the first one that comes to my mind. Yep. Um, I know. Jeez, uh, uh, who's the one? The second one that comes to your mind? Uh, I think her name is Cynthia Santana. Oh yes. Yeah. I think I think her first name is Cynthia. Yeah, you are right. Yeah, yeah. And I she is. She awesome. used to play with Lenny Kravitz. Yes, she yeah. did. Blackman. Blackman, Cynthia Blackman. Blackman, Santana. Yes, yes. Yeah. Married to Carlos. Yeah. Um, yeah. I forgot about her. She's awesome. She is awesome. She is awesome. Um, what was the uh, the the uh, girl that played for Hole and then played with? Oh, Mother? Sam Malone. Sam Malone. Samantha Malone. She's yeah. amazing. As she, well. She, well, she played with Motley Crue and Tommy Lee. After right. it was out for yep. her whatever. Yep. Who knows? Um, so Samantha Malone. Yep. Um, drummers, drummers. Uh, Roxy uh, Petruki Petru- Petru- from uh, Vixen. I don't know her name. I think it's Roxy. I, I don't know. Her, I mean, I just, I'm just naming off female drummers that I know. Um, who else? Well, there was the drummer from the Donnas, uh, Tori. Uh, yep. Well, they all went by Donna, the, like, right. the Ramones. Right. But she was Donna T. Yeah. But her first name is Tori, and I can't think. Of it. I think it's Branson. Yeah, or and that, like that she's the reason they broke up. Actually, is she? I think so because she had some sort of degenerative disease in her back, oh. so she couldn't play drums. Kind of like a Mick Mars thing. Yeah, kind of yeah. like that. Okay. And so I'm not sure how she's doing now, but I'm yeah. pretty sure I read that somewhere that uh, she left the band. So they were like, "Well, we're not going to be a band anymore yeah. if we don't have her." Yeah, it could be. Yep. Um, female drummers. Yeah, Cynthia Blackman. I forgot about. She's, yeah, she's, she's great. Yeah, she's great. She's fantastic. I'm Sheila E is still my number one. Really? I mean, if you think about I it, I think there are a lot. There are there are a lot out there, but we, you know, none come to. Those are the only ones that come to mind, right? Right. Because, like we said, we didn't research this or anything like right. that. Right. We're, we're just going. Which off is a shame that we don't think of, you know, women rockers very much, or women. Well, we do, but at least we, women drummers. Yeah. You know, what other female bands are out there? So what, what we name? We name Sheila E., Cynthia Blackman, Samantha Malone, uh, 
Um, uh, Tori. Uh, Tori from the Doms. Yeah. There's, I mean, there's got to be more, man. Oh, um, the uh, well, I don't know the names, unfortunately. But the the drummers for the Go Go's and for uh, oh, Go Go's and, and the Bangles. Bangles. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I w- I don't know that I would consider them like the greatest drummers or anything like that. I would but put, I mean, they were they were high profile oh, drummers yeah. because the and band re- was high profile and really really good. But though, yeah. unfortunately, with those bands, I mean, there was always somebody. There was a front person out that always, front. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like with the bang with the Bangles, it was definitely Susanna Hoffs. Yeah, and then like with uh, the Go Go's, it was you Belinda know Carlisle. Belinda Carlisle. Yeah, you know, and they don't get drummers in general don't get as much recognition. No, uh, whether even whether they're female or or male. Yeah. Um, but there are drummers that there are male drummers that stand out because they, um, well, I mean Neil Peart, uh, J- uh, John Bonham, you know, Ringo. These Ringo. These yeah. are these are big personalities, and these are people that changed drumming, or or made made like an impact on drumming. I am trying to think of a female who has done that, and. I can't. Besides Sheila E. Or I think yeah. I think I mean there probably are. Of course there are. But again, but I can't think of them. We haven't researched this. Right. We're just going off the tops of our heads. And, right. You know, if we put some you know actual thought and research into it, we we sure we I mean we could go back and right. find somebody. I'm sure, but the, nobody's coming. To, you know. To my head at the moment. Let me just just for giggles. Um, I want to see what happens if I um, Google that. Uh, and maybe some names come up that we're going to be like, oh, I never even thought of. I never even thought of her. Um, and I guarantee you, <laughs> I type in female and I get female organism. <laughs> That's a little weird. It is a little weird. It was Wikipedia list of female drummers. There we go. Okay, so a lot of these you would never know, we would never know, from bands like Seven Year Bitch, String Beans, Auto Lux. I'm not even going to go yeah, there. Those bands I've never heard of. Right. Uh, yeah. Cindy Blackman, yep. of course. Uh, I'm just looking at, uh, oh, Nandy Bushnell, who's this kid, remember, that played with oh, Dave Grohl? Oh, played with it, yeah. Yes, Nandy Dave, Bushnell yeah. is amazing. She's great, yeah. She's I great. love her. For, Tor- what, for what, what is she, 10? Yeah, uh, yeah, something like that. Tori Castellano was that, from, was yeah, from that the Yeah, that was from the Donnas, yes. <gasps> Karen Carpenter. How do we forget Karen Carpenter, baby? <laughs> yeah, she was know. a great drummer. She was a great drummer. Um, Caroline Core from the Cores. Oh, okay. Um... I'm just looking through these. Sheila E, of course. I'm just looking at the ones that maybe stand out. Yeah. That's that stand out. Yeah. Because some of these are from, you know, a lot of them are from bands you've never heard of, and it's interesting to me that they're they're listed. Uh, Jen Ledger, who I actually follow on Instagram because she's amazing. She's with a band Skillet. Oh, okay. Didn't um, know that. She's she's great. Samantha, oh, it's Samantha Maloney. Maloney, yeah, Maloney. We, we talked about her. Yep. Yeah, um, well, from the Iron Maidens, a woman named Linda McDonald. Oh yeah, I've heard of them. I have heard of them as well. I'm not. Uh, I don't know much about her drumming or anything. Um, Debbie Peterson is from uh, the Bengals. Oh okay. Roxy Petrucci, I was right from Vixen. Yeah, uh, Gina Shock from the Go Go's. Gina Shock, okay. Um, Teresa Taylor from the Butthole Surfers. Oh, who was the drummer from the Runaways? Oh, Meg White from the Whites. Meg, oh, from, yes. From the White Meg Stripes. White. Yep, from the White Stripes, yep. Uh, Sandy West was from the Runaways. Sandy West. Sandy yes, West. yeah. Yeah, so that's, I, those are the names that stand out to me um, for female drummers. I still am going to go with, uh, you know, even though Karen Carpenter was in the pocket, you know, I still am going to go with Sheila E as like... To, to me, the the standout. Oh yeah, between her and uh, Cindy Blackman, I would. Uh, yeah, between between those, because Cindy Blackman's got a nice uh, jazz background too. So, um, if you're wondering who we're talking about, of course she plays for Santana now, I think. But at that video with Lenny Kravitz, yeah, uh, are you going to go my way? Yeah, she's playing the drums. And she is just in, killing it. Yeah, killing it. 
Um, okay. So let's move on to guitar players. Okay. Female guitar players. Um, there, are, there are a lot. There are a lot. Nancy Wilson. Nancy Wilson. Yep. She's a great guitar player. She is. Uh, um, she was known mostly for rhythm guitar in yeah. art, but yeah. still. Oh, still great. Yeah. Still fantastic. Yeah. Uh, it depends on what kind of guitar player, because Joni Mitchell mm-hmm. was an Joel amazing, Baez, yeah, yep. was an amazing acoustic guitar player. Yep. Um, well, who comes to mind is uh, um, Nina Nita Strauss. Oh yeah, plays he, with plays with uh, Alice Cooper. Plays with Alice Cooper, and she also played with uh, the Iron Maidens for a while. Yeah, and I think she's got a solo project right now. She does. Me. Yeah. Um, but Nita Strauss is a shredder. They call them shredders. Oh yeah, she's she like, is, she is a shredder. She's like Steve Vai and yeah. and, and all those guys. Uh, Joan Jett, Orianthi. Oh, Joan Jett, yeah. Orianthi is yep. a, is an amazing guitar player, yep. shredder as well. Yep. Bonnie Raitt with her slide guitar. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? Whatever Oops. that is. Sorry. Um, Susan Tedeschi. Oh yeah, Susan Desky, yes. Uh was is uh, an amazing guitar player. Uh there are a lot that we're we're missing. Well probably. Uh again the guitar players from the Go Go's, the Bangles, wherever yep. wherever that was. Vicky Peterson, I think, was from okay. um was from the Bangles. I think that was yeah, I'm pretty sure. If you go on Instagram and follow any guitar page um you'll find just as many female guitar um prodigies as you will male oh yeah yeah and it's it's amazing to me and frustrating to me because (laughs) uh, that's the thing about those those uh instagram uh pages where, where it's like um all about or all guitar or or guitar a gram or you know whatever. Yeah, they'll have these people that are like they, they have these kids doing these like intricate things, and they're way better than I will ever be. <laughs> yeah, but I mean that's it's not it's not about. Oh, I know, but I know. mean it's it 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 at the same at the same time it inspires me. It makes me want to quit. No, I get that. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but there's a there's a. What's her name? Uh, I think she's from like Switzerland or Germany or something. Uh, and I follow her on Instagram. She's an amazing guitar player. I can't think of her name right now, but that doesn't help at all in our list. Um, who else? Female guitar players. Well, I mean. Oh, uh, Lita Ford. Yes, Lita Ford, who was in The Runaways, who was in the Runaways and, yeah. and had a big. Uh, had a, quite a solo career. Quite a solo career, especially through the 80s. Yeah. Uh, we're probably, I mean, I know we're forgetting. Mother Maybell Carter. She was known for Oh, yeah, she for playing. blues, yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, goodness. We already said Joni Mitchell. And, we said Joni Mitchell. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's the thing. I know there's more. Well, of course, sir. But again, we're not. We're coming this into this is off cold, the top of, you know? off the top of yeah. our head. Yeah, and I know that uh, cousin Larry is going to come on and says, "You, for- I can't believe you forgot about this person and that person." He's but done. that's why. That's why he's there. That's right. Why, that's why he's. You know, our, he has to monitor the. Yeah, he has to podcast. monitor the podcast and make sure we're. You know, keep us in line. Exactly. Uh, well, I think we can move on from guitar players if I if we can't think of any more. Yeah, I can't think of any more. Um, Susan Tedeschi. You know, I, you know, I'm glad I said her. Yeah, well, yeah, she's she's great. Yeah. Um, you did say Bonnie Raitt. I did say Bonnie Raitt. Yeah, she's. I don't know that there's any smoother slide guitar player out there, uh, especially female, right? Um, than Bonnie Raitt. Derek Trucks is, in my opinion, the best slide guitar player out there. But she's just smooth. She's she's smooth. awesome. She's a smooth operator. Which brings um, us into a female vocalist. Female vocalist. Sade. Yes. Now this one, this one, uh, I mean, this could take forever um, because there are so many vocalists that 
I love, female vocalist that right. I love. The first one, what's the first one that comes to mind for you? For okay, but but well, are we talking rock? Are we talking? Well, that's the thing. I mean, are we just talking vocals? And well, he did say all star female rockers. Okay, so so let's talk. Let's rock. let's keep it to rock because I would have put Sade in there. She's, uh, she's more like jazz fusion, right? But it, yeah. so we're but still great. But um, we're talking about rock. So, rockers, yeah. What's the first one that comes to your mind? Lizzie Hale. Yeah. Yeah, that's she friggin' uh, her voice is just out of this world. She's the first one that comes to your mind. She was the first one that came to my mind. Oh, okay. For rockers, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's Joan Jett. Yep. There's you know. Um, Do you consider Ann Wilson a rocker? Yeah, of course yeah. They're, they're rock. Yeah, Ann Wilson. I mean, she, she would have been. She would have been number two for me. Pat Benatar would have been. Oh, Pat one. Benatar, yes, yeah. definitely a rocker. I would have put ben, Pat Benatar at, yep. as the, my first choice again. Bonnie Raitt. Bonnie Raitt. So, yeah. Um, um, Karen Carpenter. Yep. Is it rock, though? Well, it's soft rock. Soft, that is true. It's soft rock. You know. So, Lizzie Hale. Yeah. Just let me get that out of my mind. But as far as, but as, far as, as rockers, yep. Liz, Lizzie Hale's the top of my list. Yep. So. Um, female rockers. Uh, what about... Um, uh, see, I like her, but I'm not sure I would say she's, you know, up there as, as far as vocalist, but Shirley Manson. Oh, from Garbage. From Garbage. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I've always liked what they've done. There's a ton of them. Stevie Nicks. Oh, Steve. How do we forget Stevie Nicks? Right? Jeez, yeah. Janis Joplin. Janis Joplin. Oh, Janis Joplin. Yeah. <laughs> Man. That's that, the thing. I mean, it's, you don't. When you're trying to think of them, yeah, um, Tina Turner, Tina Turner, yeah, uh, Patty Smith, I never liked, but she can sing. Oh, well, yes, not Patty Smythe, Patty Smith, the one that was. Do uh, uh, you know who I right, mean? You right. know what I mean? Yes, I can. I can only take. But so she much can still her. swing. Yeah, I mean, Patty you know. Smythe. I mean, Patty Smythe. Yeah, the Warrior, uh, Chrissy Hind. Oh, Chrissy Hind. Pretenders. Yeah. Man, I forget that. Um, I don't know, Grace Slick. Yeah, I would put Grace Slick. She's in a there. rocker. She's a rocker. Or was? Yeah. Uh, we mentioned Lita Ford as a guitar player, but, but she's, she's a singer too. She's a singer. Yeah. Uh, I would not put Courtney Love as as the greatest rock vocalist, but she's but she's a rocker. Yeah, true. I would give her that. Yep. Haley Williams from uh, who is that band? Uh, Paramore. Yeah, Paramore. Okay, I don't really know. That's a really kind of a newer, okay. kind of a newer one. Uh, Annie Lennox. Oh, Annie Lennox. Yeah, I put her into more pop. I guess. Yeah, she's more poppy. Amy but... Lee. Oh, from, from Evanescence. Evanescence. Yeah. That's a voice That's and a, voice. a half, man. Yes. Gwen Stefani. Gwen Stefani. Yeah, man. Definitely. Um, Linda Ronstadt. Yeah, she she started as a rocker. Yep, she did. Yeah. Um, Anne Murray. I mean, she's definitely a heavy metal. <laughs> <laughs> Canadian rock. Uh, Dolores O'Rourden. Oh, from the, rest, from the Cranberries. Rest yes. in peace. Yep. Um, Melissa Etheridge. Melissa Etheridge, yeah. Oh, she could definitely sing. Um, would, uh, Aretha Franklin, that would be R&B, right? She wouldn't be a rocker. She, uh, yeah, but, but as far as strictly vocalist, she would definitely be right. Oh, yeah. She's the queen, man. Cheryl Crow. Yeah. I would give her that. Um, Cher? Yeah. Avril Lavigne? Yeah. yeah um, Avril Lavigne. I mean, that's just a, that's just a short list of, uh, you know, female rock vocalists. Who would you put in your top five? I think we've probably- Top done, five? I think we've probably done this before, but- I don't know about top- uh, Lizzie Hale. Joan Jett. Mm-hmm. Um, top, jeez, I don't know. Just rocking. Oh. I, I don't know why what this the, is playing. What the heck is happening? Where are we? I, 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 don't, I, I don't know why this is playing. That's interesting. Janis Joplin. Yep, that's okay. Um, 
Hmm. That's straight, right? Lizzie, Janice. Holy crap, what did I say? <laughs> so what Lizzie. Was oh, Joan Jett. Yeah. Um, hmm. Got two more spots to fill. Phew. Oh, well, Susan Tedeschi is an amazing vocalist as well. Yeah, but she's... But she's more blues. Yeah, she's soul. bluesy, yeah. yeah. That's why I did, like, Bonnie Raitt yep, or you yep, know, stuff like yep, that. Yep. Um, just straight rocking. Um, um, hmm. It's a good question, man. I don't know who... It, I don't know. I don't know who I put for... Uh, but those three definitely are my like, yeah. top. That's my top three, okay. anyway, right there. Uh, I would go um, Pat Benatar. Mm-hmm. Ann Wilson. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to put Lizzie Hale in there, uh, but I'm not sure. Uh, I would. I want to put um, Amy Lee in there, just oh, because that, Lee, that that voice, that voice that, yeah. you know from Evanescence was awesome. is amazing. Awesome. Um, you know, I think I am going to put hey, um, um, you know, what I'm talking about, Lizzie Hale. Yeah, Lizzie Hale. Yeah, uh, from Hailstorm and. Yeah, I, I I don't know. You know who I want to put in there? Uh, but no, she's not rock. Never mind. I was going to say Brittany Howard from the Alabama Shakes. Have you ever heard her? No. Um, that's more soul and, and blues, huh. really, than, than rock. But she's pretty amazing. Yeah. I mean, we would have a totally different list if it was like all-time right. female vocalist, you know, no matter genre. Yeah. You know, we yeah. would, you know. I think I might put Stevie Nicks in there only because of... The uniqueness of her voice. Yeah, she definitely she had she had. Yeah. You definitely know it's Stevie Nicks. There was nobody sense. else that sounded like Stevie. No, Nicks. still isn't. Yeah, still yeah. isn't. So, yeah. yeah, I think yeah, I think Pat Benatar, Ann Wilson, um, uh, Amy Lee, Lizzie Hale, Stevie Nicks. I there think that's my that's probably my top five. Yeah. And we're probably missing some. Yeah, oh. this is just rock and roll. Yeah, this is just rock and roll. Yeah. Um, because I know that we're probably missing a ton of. We're missing a lot of people. Buddy. Yeah. Again, this is cold, so. Yeah. So, Bobby Blanchard, Bouncing Bob, thank you for that suggestion. Uh, I like that, actually. That was good, yeah. That uh, we w- were able to fulfill that, and maybe we do that again. Um, yeah. I'll do it any time, man. Yeah. Anybody wants a suggestion, just make a suggestion, we'll talk about it. Yeah, and then you can contribute your, like, you know, Bob, you, you suggested this, so so let's hear yours. Like, who are your favorite, your favorite female guitarist, your favorite female drummer, Favorite female vocalist, rock vocalist, you know, female rockers. Uh, love to hear it. Uh, leave it on the comments, and uh, and everybody will, everybody can contribute. So be kind of cool. So there's that. So let's see. Uh, is it time for the Comic Crossing song of the week? Let me check my watch. Yes. Yes. All right. Uh, so I believe we did. You can fly. <laughs> we did. Can you touch the sky? I almost feel like we did a version of this live. Yeah, we did. Uh, because I, but I don't think we did the whole song because no. I don't think we could remember the whole song. Because did I not find the lyric sheet? No, maybe I not. don't remember. Yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe we're just messing around. But we wrote a song uh, uh, that was was called NGS, um, and it's basically about being put in the friend zone. Yeah. Nice guy. It was it was the friend zone before there was a friend zone. Right. So it was called Nice Guy Syndrome, NGS, and once again recorded on our four track. But we had, uh, let's see, I'm not sure who was all in on the recording. I think Nate was. Nate was there. Well, the three of us, you, me, and Nate. Yeah. I think that might have been it. Was that it? I think so. Uh, And we were just. This is just a goofy, goofy song. Yeah. Um, Tongue in cheek. Tongue in cheek. And uh, once again, poorly recorded because we didn't know what we were doing, but that's okay. Still don't. Uh, still don't. <laughs> so I I think it kind of speaks for itself. Yeah, I so, would say so. I think we just play it and then uh, we could talk about it after. So this is the Comic Crossing Song of the Week. It is NGS, Nice Guy nice Syndrome. Nice Guy Syndrome. Is <laughs> that what it looks like? Flowers, like any hopeless romantic would I thought of candy, a bottle of champagne that might be good 
Then I thought I better not get ahead of the game Cause then I'd only have myself to blame When she came to the door She looked as if I owed her money Cash Then she mumbled under her breath Are you trying to be funny? <laughs> See, I got this disease That's better than bad It always leaves you lonely Always leaves you sad There's no treatment Yeah There's no cure Yeah You won't be kissing anymore <laughs> When you've got nice guy syndrome NGS Oh, I got it NGS You don't want it Yeah, there's no hope When you've got nice guy syndrome <laughs> can't help it, it's much more than a curse I can't vomit, cause I can't think of anything worse I wish I had a dime every time a pretty girl has said to me Can't go out with you, cause you're just a friend Oh please! I got this disease That's better than bad Always leaves you lonely Always leaves you sad There's no treatment no. There's no cure You won't be kissing anymore You got nice guy syndrome NGS Oh I got it NGS You don't want it Yeah there's no hope You've got this guy syndrome. <laughs>
The O'Brien and Doug podcast is brought to you by Mosier Multimedia, a freelance digital design agency specializing in all forms of graphic design for business cards, logo design, brochures, annual reports, backdrops, and everything in between. They also offer audio production, including voiceovers for commercials or narrated corporate videos and even custom background music. They also offer custom t-shirts, sweatshirts, hats, and more, including the latest merchandise for Paul Sear Photography. Visit the online store. It's all about getting it done right the first time. MosierMultimedia.com. KMH Music, Main Street in Prescott, Maine, specializing in new and used musical equipment and repair. Guitars, basses, keyboards, violins, mandolins, flutes, saxophones, trombones, you name it, they've got it or can get it. They service and sell all school band instruments and also offer guitar lessons, piano lessons, and more. KMH Music is now the place for your favorite used vinyl records. Add to your collection today. Visit them on Main Street in Prescott, Maine or on Facebook.com slash King Morton's Hall. KMH Music. The O'Brien and Doug podcast is also brought to you by The Ridge Runner. Visit Reflections from The Ridge Runner on Facebook. And my cousin Larry. (laughs) And we're back. Back. (laughs) Whoa! It is is time to climb this wall of tunes. Wall of tunes. Everybody's favorite time. Wall of tunes. Hey, I like that. Thank you. I just wrote it. Do it again. Wall of Tunes. We're going to climb the Wall of Tunes. Everybody's favorite segment of the Wall of Tunes. Wall of Tunes. Uh, All right. So you got to cover your eyes. Um, Okay. You have a coat right there. Or a blanket. It's my coat. Yeah. Okay. So don't look. I'm not looking. My coat smells funny. You smell funny. That's probably why, then. That explains it. I'm ready. I have one. All right. Say the magic words there, Bebo. Let the guessing begin. Yes! Solo or bad? A solo. A man or a woman? Man. Man. Jim Croce. Nope. <laughs> just, so. just, just, Jim Croce's just on random, your mind? No, nah, just, just a random. Uh, okay, okay, so I want a genre. Uh, rock? No, are you asking me or telling me? No, I, rock. Rock. So he's not really a rocker, though. Um, There's hesitancy. In yeah, there is hesitancy, but I'm I'm sticking with rock. Okay. Uh, height of popularity. The '80s. The '80s. Everybody's favorite. Um. Give me some more clues there. Um. Well, if it's the clues that I give you, you're gonna you're gonna get them. But isn't that the point? Yeah, but I want to keep it going a little bit. Oh, you know? okay. Uh, let's see. Sounds like he started with one name, then he had another name. Falco. <laughs> no, I miss that guy. Me too. Amadeus. 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 Well, he had that. Uh, what was the other song? He had. Uh, I don't remember another song. Something uh, from Falco. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, what was that song? He had a, he had a, he had another song that was Did really he? good. Yeah, I thought he was a one-hit wonder. No, he had that Amadeus song. He had another one. Oh, I gotta look it, it up. It was all in German. Oh, I oh um, um oh 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 oh. Wait, are you thinking of... Um, no, it's Falco. It is Falco? Yeah, that's Falco. Um, well, I have... He's got a few songs. Oh, is it Vienna Calling? Vienna Calling, yes, that's the one. Hold on. Oh, 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 oh. Not that this has anything to do with our wall of tunes. I know, but this is fun. Yeah. This is, but, this is a nice little uh, segue. 
Right. Because or, no, not a tangent. This yeah, is a tangent. A tangent, yes. And we do that a lot, actually. Well, we we're good at tangents. Yes, we are. We should be mathematicians. <laughs> Geometrists. So everybody knows the Rock Me on the Dales. Yeah. I don't think as many people know this. I like this song better, actually. Now I remember it. Yeah. yeah. It's actually a really good song. Who's that girl that did the 99 Luft Balloons? Nana. Nana, yeah. The, the, of course, she did an English version of it. The hello. Hello. Part, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, was, that's a, that, I, like, I actually like that song better than the Rock Me Amadeus song. Did you know that he did a version of... Um, I didn't know. I did not know that he did a version of this. Falco did a version of the Commissar. I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. Wow. It's really. It's almost like exact. I mean, there's some subtle differences, of course. Two, three, four, and seven, wow. That would be different. Yeah, that's a little different, yeah. I wonder if that guy's still doing anything. Well, let's find out, because, you know, that's what we're here for. Yeah. Is, uh, is Falco do, still doing stuff? Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, let me see if he's even alive. I'm just going to Google him. He died. Oh, he died? Hmm. He died in 1998. Really? Yeah. Wow. Uh, Johann Hans Holzell, uh, also known as Falco. Wow. Um, he died of severe injuries received on Febu- in February of 1998, 13 days before his 41st birthday, when his Mitsubishi Pajero collided with a bus oh. on the road linking the towns of... Via Montalano and Porta Plata in the Dominican Republic. Wow. At the time of his death, he was planning a comeback, uh, which was successful with a posthumous released album, Out of the Dark, Into the Light. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I did not know that. But yeah, oh, yeah. so now that we're talk- we've talked about Falco, let's try and uh, guess who uh, <laughs> Oh yeah, our Wall of Tunes that was artist. Nice. This nice. tangent brought to you by <laughs> Doug. Uh, <laughs> We don't have a sponsor. for. We should get a sponsor for our tangents. <laughs> Anybody would like to sponsor our tangents, uh, just let us know. Oh, maybe Stephen Hawking. <laughs> He's a mathematician. Right. Scientist. Right. Or was, I should say. Um, okay. Um, <laughs> so it's a solo rocker from the 80s. It's a solo rocker from the 80s. Went by one name. Went by one name, and then, well, not one name, but he went by a name, and then- Is John Cougar Mellencamp? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to use words like Heartland, uh, uh, yeah. Farm Aid, yeah. uh, you know, because, uh, well, I'll, I'll, let me show you the album that I that I picked, because I think this is an underrated album. Okay. Uh, Lonesome Jubilee. Oh yeah, that was a good album. Um, because because that's the one we got Cherry Bomb and yeah, stuff well, I, on. I, yeah, I, I, let me do this here because I, I got that queued up actually. Um, right? Yeah. So this had this album had uh, one, two, three, four singles released from it. Um, this was probably the most popular. Now, this was the follow-up to Scarecrow. Right, Scarecrow is my favorite. Scarecrow was huge yeah, for him. That was a, that's one of my. That's probably one of my favorite. Scarecrow, albums. of course, had Small Town, 
Um, blood on the um, rain on the scarecrow. Rain on the scarecrow. Yeah. Um, uh, blood on the plow. I think of I think of the, I like a lot of his album cuts. Yeah, I, I like the singles too, but the the album cuts were the best for me. Such a un, like uh, like I said an underrated album. Um, what else was on Scarecrow? Um, Justice and Independence, which was a, a, a an album cut, but I love that song. Um, um, shoot, Lonely Old Night. Yep, it's a lonely old night. And Something about was Rumble Seat on that one? Uh, yes, Rumble yeah. Seat was on that one. Um, this is another one from from this album. Uh, right here, if, after this uh, ad plays, what I what I love about this uh, album is, and actually John Mellencamp is his songs are about real people, like yeah. like real life. Yeah, you know, this was the first single I think from this album, Paper and Fire. Yeah. Kenny Aronoff. Oh yeah, on, on drums. Of course, man. Lisa Germano on fiddle. She had a dream. Boy, was a good one. So she chased after her dream with much desire. Yeah. Uh, um. But when she got too close to her expectation. Okay, so you know that song. Yep. And there was there were two more singles I think from this album, and I'll just play a piece of of them because I want to play one or one or two of the of the album cuts because, or at least a piece of the album cuts because um, this was another single. Check it out. Yep. But think about the time that this came out. This was 1987. And was there anybody else putting a fiddle on no. pop radio? No. Um, or an accordion? You know? <laughs> well, he was pretty much it. And he and he made it work. Well, he made he made Americana cool. And that's that's a good good way to put it because he was americana before we had america yeah yeah um so that was check it out and then i don't know if you remember this one i don't th- i don't know that this was as big a hit because i think it came later um it's not even coming up in the list here but here it is Let's see if you remember this one Vaguely. It's called Rudy Toot Toot. I know, I, I remember hearing the song, but I don't, I guess I don't, uh, I don't recall. I'm uh, sorry, Senator, I don't recall. <laughs> Got my hands on a little bit of dough, so I went to the grocery store. So that was the that was the last. Actually, I don't know what order they came out, but that was one of the singles from this album. Again, the album is the Lonesome Jubilee, the follow up to his Scarecrow album. But there are songs on here that hit me pretty hard. Uh, and I'll, and you'll Did see. you call a cop? <laughs> um, you'll see, you'll, you'll, you'll understand why I think, um, he just wrote about real people. And yeah, I think that was his, I mean, that's, I think that's why people, when, you know, when they're talking about rockers and things like this, he's kind of pushed to the side. He is. I mean, he's not, cause he's not flashy. Right. He, he's not, he's just, he's, he's solid and he talks about real things. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I mean, he's one. He was one of the the creators of Farm Aid. Yeah, you know, with Neil Young and uh, Willie Nelson. Yeah, um, and still to this day, I think carries on that. And he's a, he's a painter as well. He's an artist. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but, and I guess he's 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 kind of an intense guy. Yeah, he is intense. You know, just very like you know, yeah. you know kind of one of those kind of guys. Yeah. I mean, Sammy Hagar. Because Kenny Arnoff, uh, you know, was his drummer, and he, he talks about, you know, you know, touring with, and he was just very, sometimes he was very cool, and then sometimes he was just, like, he was just insane. Yeah. You know, he was just so rigid, and, and you know. Sammy Hagar has a TV show, or had a TV show, I don't know if it's still going on, uh, on Access TV, the channel, Access TV, uh, called Rock and Roll Road Trip, where he, right. would, where he would go around everywhere and, and, and talk to famous people, and and uh, check in with them and, and jam with them and, and things like that. And he he did a, a an episode with John Mellencamp, uh, who incidentally, one of the clues was he started with one name. So he was Johnny Cougar or yeah, John, John, John Cougar. Cougar yeah. And then when uh, Scarecrow came out, right? He was John Cougar Mellencamp. I think it was John Cougar Mellencamp. And then, then he went to just John Mellencamp. John Mellencamp, right. Yeah. Um, so, uh, and, and Sammy interviewed him and he doesn't, it's like he doesn't give a crap about any, you know, what you think of him. No, he doesn't. That's you know? why. That's what I'm saying. That's why he's. I think that's why he's. I, he's kind of pushed to the side and left out of the conversation because right. he, he just doesn't care. Right. You know, he's just going to make what he's going to make the kind of music he wants. He's to a make. true artist. I mean, oh yeah. He, yeah. yeah I would so this one here, I just, uh, I, I wish I could say what it is about this song that gets me, uh, but there's a couple songs like this on the album. I'm not exactly sure why, why I jumped to the middle of the song. This is called Empty Hands. In the shadows of the smoke strikes Through the black snow that lay on the land Walked home one winter's morning With my life savings in my hand Mary Ann, she's fixing up some breakfast People standing in line, too many people with nothing planned. There's too many people with empty hands. It's like poor, you know, poor people. Yeah. There's too many. Too many people that are hungry. You know. And I mean, even even some of the songs that were like song titles. Uh, what did I do with the CD? Okay. Some of the song titles. Hard times for an honest man. Um, oh, here's another one. I don't want to go too deep into this, although I already have. Um, we the people. We are the people. Have you ever heard that song? Probably. I don't, I don't remember it. We are the people. That's another one that um, that hit me pretty uh, pretty hard. <laughs> You're right. He was Americana before Americana was a thing. Yeah.
very socially conscious as well, obviously. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, he's socially conscious without being um, pretentious about it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's effective. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'll stop there because I'm, this is, uh, I think, a highly underrated album. Um, Lonesome By Jew. a highly underrated artist. I agree. Yeah, uh, he had. I mean, he didn't. I go, mean, he had his pop phase like Jack and Diane, and you know. Yeah, and he didn't go away. Like I mean, no, he's he, still around. I he mean, had yeah. in the nineties. He had uh, like um, there was uh, I can't remember the um, Key West Intermezzo, uh, where he had a bunch of songs where that had like drum machines and stuff like that. But it yeah. was it was him experimenting, and it was him being an artist, and yeah, uh, it was still great. They were it was great songwriting. Yeah, I I like his voice. I, that, yeah, that's what I really yeah. like about him. See, I, I wasn't crazy about, even though it was very popular, but, you know, his John Cougar phase where Hurt's So Good. Oh, yeah, Hurt's So Good. And, and things like that. I wasn't crazy about that uh, phase. But when he got a little older and went into this, Lonesome Jubilee, and um, just writing, and, well, obviously Scarecrow, but Lonesome Jubilee um, and whatever was after this, um, uh, I can't even remember his discography, but... It just seemed more mature. Yeah. And uh, really, really good. Yeah. Yeah. So no, he's very solid. I am a fan yeah. uh, of John Mellencamp for sure. So there you go. That's the album of the week from the uh, Wall of Tunes. John Cougar Mellencamp at the time. Or John Cougar or yeah. John Mellencamp. Yeah. Whatever you want to call this it. This album. If just don't call him late for dinner. Yeah, right. This album, if you're looking for it, is under John Cougar Mellencamp. And it is the Lonesome Jubilee from 1987. Uh, good, good stuff. There we go. It's great. Season five, episode nine is in the books. It is. Yeah. Oh, I just saw this thing on, uh, came up. Uh, they, they've finally released how Betty White died. Oh. Uh, stroke. She had a stroke. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, so according to the death certificate, she had a stroke six days before she passed. Oh, wow. Six so, days, huh? Yeah. So... There's that. And, you know, her last word, because they reported that. Her her last word was, I can't remember his name, but she said her husband's name, who had passed, you know, like years before. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, he passed a long time before. Yeah, she so did. she's obviously finally with her. Let's talk about that for a second. I know we're running a little long, but so we lost Betty White, uh, which we actually featured a little bit of her on the yeah. podcast last week. Yeah, um, or the week before. Uh, was it last week or week I before? think it was last week. Oh, well, it could yeah. be, yeah. Uh, John Madden. John Madden. Right, yep. which was which was big. Um, who else? We we lost uh, Sidney Poitier. Yep. We lost. We just lost Bob Saget. Bob Saget yesterday. Which was crazy. Yeah. Um, I'd be interested to hear that cause of death because he. Yeah, they said there was no foul play and, and no drugs, and it was a it was in a hotel room. Yeah, and there was so, no drugs yeah. or anything like that. Yeah, so, so just and weird. he was, I think it was in his sleep. Wasn't he died? I, think, in his sleep? I, I don't know. I didn't read. So. Um, who else? Did we, uh, uh, Peter Bogdanovich, who yeah. was a big-time director who directed the Tom Petty documentary, right. Running Down a Dream. Yeah. Um, uh, there was somebody else. Well, but, I mentioned it in the thread. Yeah. Hold on. It was Betty White. Oh, it was Bob Saget. No, no, it wasn't Bob Saget, though. Was it? it was, uh, what did I, I just put, oh, my phone's over here. Because um, we were talking about threes. Yeah. You know, how they go in threes. No, but, it was Bob Saget. Which I was, said I said Betty White Madden and Bob Saget, and then you said Sidney Poitier. Oh yeah, had just passed over the weekend. Yep. So, um, yeah, you're right. But there was somebody else that had just passed as well. Um, um I can't re- remember. Who, this is kind of a morbid conversation, but still. Um, well, it is the end of the podcast. It is the end of the podcast. So, um, so it's yeah, it's just crazy that we're losing. All these people um, are kind of at the same time. Uh, but yeah, so rest in peace to all those uh, people, and we've enjoyed your contribution to the world, right? Because, I mean, these, like Sidney Poitier was uh, a huge actor. Oh, yeah. Um, yep. And uh, so, yeah, uh, rest in peace, and uh, hopefully we don't lose many more. We probably will. But well, we will. That's, we, that's, we, that's uh, life, man. It happens every year. Yeah. You know, you know, happens all the time. It is. Uh, just, you people know, I born, mean, people die. Right. But you know, it's like when you die before your time, which, which, yeah, well, you, you never, you never know. Oh, well, Betty no, White no, was no, no, that's true. You know. But I'm talking Bob Saget. He was 65. 65. Yeah. That was pretty young. You know, you know. um, 
but you never know when your time is. Yeah. So. All right. It's That's good- why, you know, you know, just, you know, you're just going to live life to the fullest as best you can yeah. with the time you're given. Right. We do know when our time is, though, and it's now. So we have to... Uh, <laughs> we have to end the podcast uh, for Aww. for the week. So that's season five, wah, episode wah, nine. Wah. And uh, we'll be back at you next week. with. Uh, and if you have suggestions for what we can talk about, you can, uh, you know, by all means... Sub- Don't tell us. Submit those. <laughs> We'll we'll we'll, if, we'll, if, we'll 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 figure it out telepathically. There you go. I was gonna say, I'll if like, not, I'll, we will I'll do a, I'll do a mind meld with all of you, and then uh, I'll figure. I'll read your thoughts from yeah, afar because we will figure something out to talk about. Shane, yeah. you should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Don't think about that. <laughs> all right, so that's Yo, it. silly head. That's it. Uh, I'm O'Brien. I'm Doug. Bye, everybody. Goodbye. The O'Brien and Doug podcast is brought to you in part by MosierMultimedia.com, KMH Music in Prescott, Maine, The Ridge Runner in Westfield, Maine, and Doug's Cousin Larry. <laughs> Make sure to follow O'Brien and Doug on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Drop them an email anytime at O'BrienAndDoug at gmail.com. That's great. I mean, it's... You know, at some point, you know, you just got to let it go and...